everyone welcome to the show you know what this day is actually it was yesterday but i finally have all the details so ladies and gentlemen let us wobble wobble baby wobble baby wobble baby wobble wobble baby wobble baby wobble baby wobble <laughs> it is that time seven years we've been waiting for this oh my god how exciting is this? And no, I'm not going to be like these people, these talking heads on cable news at all. Oh, this is a solemn day. We have to pray. <laughs> we, 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 can't, we can't think this is a good thing. No, no, this is excellent news. This means that truly when they say no man is above the law, they might actually mean it. It means that the, the laws work, that, that our criminal justice system actually still matters. That's what it means. Not indicting this man would be a solemn event, would be a horrific thing for our country. So no, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to be so sad, a oh, sad day for America. No, this is an incredible, fantastic, wonderful perfect day for america okay you know it and i know it okay anyway all right so here's the news it's this is a long one um like i said donald trump has been indicted in the classified documents case he was hit with seven charges but there's 37 counts against him personally because there's multiple counts for each of those charges so included in the indictment are also charges against Trump's aide, Walt Nata. So first I'm gonna walk you guys through the charges, then I'll provide all the incriminating details from this 50 page indictment. I read through all of it, so you don't have to. <laughs> Counts one through 31 are willful retention of national defense information. These documents included briefings on military capabilities of foreign countries, foreign country support of terroristic acts against us, nuclear weaponry of the U.S., U.S. military contingency plans in case we are attacked, also the nuclear capabilities of foreign countries, and various other highly sensitive documents and information. Count 32 is conspiracy to obstruct justice. That charge applies to both Trump and Nata. So that first one was just Trump. This one applies to both of them. It says that they conspired with each other and others, both known and unknown to the grand jury, to mislead another person, which is very clear. It's Trump attorney Evan Corcoran. Count 33 is withholding a document or record. This charge also applies to both Trump and Nauta, and it's related to the conspiracy charge because it talks about how they misled Corcoran and that they moved boxes so he wouldn't be able to find everything. And the evidence shows that Trump knew exactly what was in those boxes, and he was very strategic about which documents he withheld. Count 34 is corruptly concealing a document or record. Again, this applies to both Trump and Nauta. Count 35 is concealing a document in a federal investigation. Both Nauta and Trump were charged with that crime as well. The same applies to count 36, um, which is scheme to conceal. Counts 37 and 38 are both false statements and representations. But count 37 applies to Trump specifically. Count 38 applies to only Nauta. 
Um, so now here's the damning details provided by the special counsel. The documents that Trump took were stored at Mar-a-Lago, as we all know. They were stored, though, which we didn't know, in a ballroom, in a bathroom and shower, in his office, in his bedroom, and in the storage room. This was confirmed, by the way, through text messages between employees. Trump is also accused of showing classified documents to other people on at least two occasions in 2021. One of those times was the meeting I previously mentioned at his New Jersey golf club. That one was recorded by one of his aides. The second time was also at the New Jersey golf club. On that second occasion, Trump allegedly showed the same document, this Iran military attack plan, to a representative of his political action committee. And he told the guy, I'm, I'm not supposed to be showing this to you. <laughs> um, obviously, none of these people possess security clearances. So here's where we get to the details of the alleged crimes. In December of 2021, after the boxes were moved to the storage room from various areas where they were just thrown about in Mar-a-Lago, Nauta found that some of the boxes had fallen. He, you know, sees a classified document on the ground. He sees that these, this stuff is on the ground. Um, this document, by the way, that he sees was only allowed to be viewed by the U.S. and four of its allies. Nauta takes a picture of it and he sends the picture, not just of the document, but of all the stuff that had fallen to another Mar-a-Lago employee. The classified document was visible in this photo. Um, so obviously they weren't keeping track of this stuff. And then in May of 2021, Trump took some of these boxes to his New Jersey golf club. Two months later, Trump was heard in the audio recording that I referenced, showing these classified documents to a person who was writing a memoir, or people who were writing a memoir about his chief of staff, Mark Meadows. Trump literally says in the recording, look at what I found. I'll show you an example. And then he tells them to, quote, look. And then he also says, quote, this is off the record. And, quote, it is like highly confidential secret this is secret information look at this and then he later says in this recording quote we'll have to try to declassify it and then he adds quote see as president i could have declassified it now i can't you know but it is still a secret now here's where they have trump dead to rights as to his knowledge of what was in these boxes the national archives started asking trump for these documents in may of 2021 and the indictment says that starting in November of 2021 through January of 2022, a Trump employee at his direction started taking boxes out of the storage room and taking them up to the Trump residence for Trump to review. So this employee, like I said, did this at his direction, and there is a ton of evidence in the form of text messages between not just this employee and Walt Nata, but there's also communication between someone working for Trump who's communicating with NARA, with the National Archives. And this is where they have Nauta dead to rights because in interviews with the FBI, Nauta falsely claimed he had no knowledge of these boxes being moved to Trump's residence from the storage room. Nauta was also asked, 
hey, do you know where these boxes were stored, you know, before they ended up in Trump's residence? And he said, quote, I wish I could tell you. I don't know. I don't. I honestly just don't know. The text evidence, though, shows that Nauta was kept in the loop at every single stage of the movement of these boxes. And after Trump was informed about the subpoena in May of 2022, Nauta was seen entering the storage room, and then he left with one of Trump's boxes. One day later, Trump met up with his two attorneys to discuss the, the subpoena that came in, and Trump asked them the following questions. What happens if we just don't respond at all or don't play ball with them? Also, wouldn't it be better if we just told them we don't have anything here? And quote, isn't it better if there are no documents? <laughs> and then during this meeting, Trump says to these attorneys, it basically like, in, insinuated that they should get rid of this stuff. He starts talking about some attorney that worked for Hillary Clinton and how he made thousands of her emails disappear. And he's praising this guy. He's like, oh, he, he was really great. He just really helped her out with that. Like, hey, you guys got to be great too. You got to do the same thing for me. And then during this meeting, Trump also agreed with Evan Corcoran, his attorney at the time, that Corcoran would return to Mar-a-Lago on June 2nd to search through his boxes. He finally relented. Well, before that date, Nauta was seen on video again, moving 64 boxes from the storage room to Trump's residence. Then the night before Corcoran arrived to review these boxes, Nauta and another employee moved only 30 boxes back to the storage room. And no one, when Corcoran arrived the next day, no one bothered to tell him, oh, hey, there's more boxes up in Trump's residence that you might want to check. So he comes back. He thinks he's looking at everything. He goes straight to the storage room and he asks people, hey, is there anywhere else, you know, that I should be looking? Nope, nope. <laughs> Not even Trump said, oh, you know what? I had them take some boxes to my room. You know, you might want to come up to my residence and look at those. So Corcoran finishes searching and then Nata takes him into the dining room to talk with Trump. And Trump asked Corcoran, hey, you know, was everything okay? Is there anything of concern, anything we should be worried about? And Corcoran fills him in. And then he says, okay, well, why don't you take that stuff back with you to your hotel room and then you can go through it. And Corcoran said Trump made a motion like pluck stuff out. He, he said something about plucking things and he made a motion like if Corcoran saw something that he thinks would be concerning, that the FBI will see when he gives this stuff back to him, he should just get rid of it. He should just pluck it out and, and toss it. So he's telling his attorney to get rid of the evidence. Um, the indictment also provides multiple quotes of statements made by Trump while he was president. He was talking about the need to protect classified documents and information and how it's his duty to do it. There was a 2018 statement that Trump said, quote, as the head of the executive branch and commander in chief, I have a unique constitutional responsibility to protect the nation's classified information, including by controlling access to it. 
So, you know, like tossing it in a bathroom or in a shower at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> I mean, um, and then Trump's statement went on to say, quote, the issue of security clearance raises larger questions about the practice of former officials maintaining access to our nation's most sensitive secrets long after their time in government has ended. And, quote, any access granted to our nation's secrets should be in furtherance of national, not personal interests. <laughs> so, I mean, beyond the hypocrisy, he clearly knew, or at least he pretended to know, that the protection of this information is vital to the security of the United States. And this case appears to be as foolproof as possible. I mean, you have a clear-cut case of conspiracy and obstruction. You've got video, audio, written evidence. I mean, I don't know how in, in the world that Trump is going to come up with a defense. And if convicted, both Trump and Nauta face decades in prison. I, you know, I'm not an attorney, but if I was Nauta's attorney, I would be telling him to take a plea deal. Um, also, I should mention Trump attorneys Jim Trustee and, and John Rowley resigned from his legal team this morning. Trump issued a statement saying that he's now going to be represented by Todd Blanche or Blanche. Um, he, this is a guy who's already been working for him on the hush money payment case. And then he said that he's going to be bringing in a, a full legal firm at some time in the future. He'll name them. Um, as you all likely know by now, this indictment was handed down in Florida. Most legal experts are saying this indictment took place in Florida instead of D.C. because the special counsel likely wanted to avoid a protracted venue fight with Trump's legal team. And as of now, Trump is scheduled to appear in Miami at 3 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday of next week for his arraignment. Since these aren't violent crimes, he's not going to be held. Um, we also now know that the case has been assigned, unfortunately, to Judge Aileen Cannon. Yes, that Judge Cannon, the one who made a jackass out of herself in the beginning of this same case. She issued orders that were overturned by judges who apparently aren't partisan hacks, you know, very conservative judges, by the way, who knew what they were doing. And, and they just annihilated her in their rulings. Um, unfortunately, unless this case is moved to another judge, she's going to be responsible for setting the date of the trial, setting the rules of the trial. Um, is, if Trump is found guilty, she's the one who's going to determine his sentence. So let's hope that it either gets moved to a different judge or the special counsel also indicts Trump for his attempted coup in January 6th, because that trial would definitely take place in D.C. So I'll let you know as soon as I hear any more. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Please donate if you can. Love you guys. Take care, and I'll talk with you soon.